cheers to episode 146. Sick. Pineapple High Noon. Why'd you open your can so aggressive? Because I wanted it to pop in the mic. I have water. Water, water? I have water as well. I've been drinking on this show in some time. Maybe I should. This is, I think this is Evan's like flu game performance. Yeah. Uh, Nothing was as bad as me after the Big Ten Championship game. He's got this look in his eye. Um. All right, let's get into it tonight. Evan, Evan is, is not here right now. <laughs> we might have a first ever fall asleep on the show. I can't, I can't um, see you guys. So. Oh really? That's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> um. Tonight is Sunday, December seventeenth, twenty twenty-three, seven forty-nine p.m. Eastern, six forty-nine p.m. Central. You're listening to the number one all-around sports show in the state of Michigan and sports depression, winter depression has been cured after this weekend that we had collectively. We just had a really good antidepressant drug this weekend. Who knows if it'll hold on? A little Viagra shocked the system. No, that's not an antidepressant. Grant. Could it be argued? I'm trying to think of what the name of the antidepressant drug is that everyone uses. Isn't Ozempix the hot one that makes people lose their appetite? I got to look this up. And Adderall makes you lose your appetite too. While Alex looks that up, we'll talk about what we're going to discuss on today's show. It's going to be a smorgasbord of topics. Probably nothing too long on each topic, but probably a wide range of topics. Obviously, we'll have Lions versus the Broncos from Saturday night. Evan, shout out his idea, a Christmas wish list. Um, but sports Lexapro. Lexapro. Yep, it's coming on. Christmas wish list. We have Michigan State hoops with a very dominant win that we should, you know, we should discuss. Normally we don't do game by game breakdowns in December, but it was a big win. And we just had a therapy session last week. So it'd be good to check in to see how that changed things. Um, speaking of green Kool-Aid, Aiden Childs officially commits. On the Michigan side of things, we have, um, for those that couldn't guess, the Juwan Howard rumors were starting at the end of last week's show. We now have some more information about that. It's still very confusing, um, but we'll dive into it a little bit and what it potentially means going forward. Uh, I'd like to spend a couple minutes just on how atrociously bad the Pistons are because we've avoided them pretty good this entire stretch. But they're officially the laughing stock of the NBA and potentially one of the worst teams to ever play in the NBA. And then Alex, we'll discuss our show logistics, what we're going to do next week if we'll even have a show. But Alex can confirm not be here next week. So we need to get his final thoughts on the Rose Bowl on Christmas in general. And then sprinkled with that, Bama made some news hiring a former Michigan staffer. That adds an interesting wrinkle to the game. So before we get into weekly check-ins, don't forget to follow us on all of our social platforms at ShoutoutMS. Rate and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. And I think let's get into it. Alex? 
your week that was from last Sunday? Just a busy work week going into the holiday. That's really all that was. Didn't have much time to do anything special. Um, I watched Spectre, the the James Bond movie. I'd never actually seen it. Hand up. I skipped that one. Why? I don't know. It was really good. Really enjoyed it. Is that number four in the series? The one right before No Time to Die. That might be five. It's the last one before No Time to Die, I believe. Royale. It goes Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, Skyfall, Spectre. Four. Uh, No Time to Die. Yeah. Great film. Enjoyed it. Also built a uh, little entertainment console thing to go under my mounted TV. So the last two weeks have been a lot of living room progress. I don't have a headboard, though, in my bedroom, and I wanted your guys' take on that. Do you think headboards are needed? Yes. Well, I mean, the real answer is no, but I think they're nice. I've never had one. Ever? Hmm. I've never, ever had one. Not. Trying to think. I can't remember your room in Skyview if it had one. No. Did not have one. Currently, no. Currently, do not have one. I think you can see my bed right there. Yeah, just up against. The I think wall. it makes you more like I would say sophisticated, but your bedroom's kept up or just pleasing to the eyes of somebody's a guest or somebody's walking in there. Be like, oh, he's got his stuff together. Mm. So, so you yes. walk in there, you see a bunch of laundry. Why would you say Some that? Some people think yes. Some people don't even notice it. There's nothing on my floor right now, Evan. I don't know why you'd say that. Well, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not accusing you. I'm, t- I'm talking firsthand. Oh, That's how my room looks like. So are you going to get a headboard too then if I get one? No, I'm not getting one anytime soon. I could care less. So all that, but then you don't you don't want one. It my mom says I need one. She she's really pushing for me to get one. She call she calls it Gary. a need. It's not a need. No, she said I need to get need. one. My sister said I need to get one. My dad said, "Who cares?" I'm more indifferent. I don't really. Sounds I like have, this is a male female divide. I had Kinda one in the pillows in the berm. Mm. Hold on, the pillows, the pillows can't fall though. I I'm up against the wall. Yeah, I forgot I'm you also can't see up against it. the wall, and the bed still slides out away from the wall. that's a nightmare do you not have carpet no oh that's Mm. i need to get a rug before i need to get a headboard in the burn mine did not have a carpet under my bed and that that bed would slide all over the place but it did slide all over the place and i hated it and i hated my headboard because it was squeaky like if I moved around, it would squeak. Not be yeah. Oh, just when you roll yes. over, Those, you know, she's tossing right. turns, thinking about a lot right. of things at night. Right. Wrestling. <laughs> Back on topic. So headboard hot discussion because I showed my family my living room, and my mom just kept saying, "So do you have a headboard yet?" No, I don't. Uh, but you guys didn't really sell me on it, so I'm not really leaning towards it. Grant, you just said yes. Do you had any other strong opinions about it, or? It's just if you're going to get one, get one. No, well, she wanted one. I 
my only thing was if you get one, like get one, get one, get a tall one. So like if you wanted to sit up on the back of your bed, like it, it goes above your head, like a tall one. Mm. They're expensive. So if, you, so if you sit, like you're fully up against it. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I don't do that a lot, but like, it's just nice I would to also, be able to. I would get one of the ones that are like cushioned, you know? Yeah. Not, not like wood because like a wood one, like what the hell is the point of having one of those? Can't even lean up against it. No, it, it is nice. I feel like I can really burrow up into my bed because I have a cushioned headboard. I just really get in there up against it. Whereas a wall, you got to make sure you're not hitting your head on the wall. Right. Which I've never worried about that, but. Have you ever smacked your head on the wall without your headboard? Never? No. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a myth, Grant. Um, and then other than well, that, I don't wrestle my bed, Alex, like some people do. So I don't have to worry about it. I was, <laughs> I was talking about sleeping. Um, not wrestling. Wrestling, you're fully oh. awake. I'm assuming you wrestle yes. awake. Some people might hit their head on the wall. I don't might. worry about that. Right. Right. <laughs> Weird conversation. Um, so, yeah. I didn't do much, clearly. If headboards is the topic of discussion, I didn't do much this week. That conversation reminded me of that one viral fight video that was sent in the chat where the guy just bangs his head off the glass and knocks himself <laughs> out after a fight. <laughs> <laughs> That was so good. Uh, that is bad. So good. <laughs> this is psychotic. This white trash city somewhere in Canada, probably. <sighs> um, Evan. What'd you do, Evan? Your week. Something crazy. We can review uh, a lot Got of Got married. <laughs> Not get married. Uh, good joke, guys. Classic. Attend a wedding. Oh, congrats. Tuesday had a Thank game. You. Came up short. Varsity played really well on Tuesday. Opponent? Wednesday, Thursday. Parma Western. Oh, uh, heated rival. Oh. Yep. Um, and then I'm trying to think of what I did throughout the week. I don't think I really did anything special. No, I did not. Friday night. What did I do Friday night? I can't even remember. What did I do Friday night? I don't think I did anything Friday night. Oh, we had one Saturday of the I most had... elite conversations of all time on Friday night. That, that was Friday night. I was giggling so hard in my bed. <laughs> I, I was crying that hard in my room. Dude, this was, was funny. <laughs> I, I Imagine if that, that was a just so I could always podcast conversation. If like just the full five of us were... <laughs> All We'd be millionaires podcast. if that conversation was aired. That was funny. Uh, but it, it's like a lot of inside jokes at the same time, though. Yeah, you yeah. have to put up, you have to flash pictures on the screen as you were talking about said person. That would be hilarious. <laughs> if it's like a voiceover and pictures are coming up, that would be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Just know if you were a f- your name is probably brought up. Saturday, I had to work in the morning. Went and hung out with my parents. Watched a little bit of the Michigan State game with my parents. So you watched that? And had uh, I watched the second half back at my house, my place, my rental, whatever you want to call it. Um, got ready because went to a wedding. 
I did not go to the ceremony. I went to the wedding reception and had a great time at the wedding. It looked like it. I heard your uh, your singing voice. Oh, I don't remember who took the video. Colby. Uh, I had so much fun and paid for it this morning. Um, shout out Emily and Josh for getting married. Thanks for the invite. Fantastic place. Reception was beautiful. It was at uh, Adrian College. It was on campus Congrats there. To them. They have like a Tobias Hall, I think it was called. Tobias Center. Tobias Harris Hall. Wow. Yep, that's what I said too. Jinx. I first heard that. <laughs> um, we like sports wait, and we don't care who knows. What was the uh, – <laughs> it was open bar. So what was the uh, was the beverage choice? What were you rocking all night? I was I started off strong because they didn't serve anything from an hour from five thirty to six thirty. They the bar closed for uh, dinner and speeches and all that jazz. So you had to get so a drink I, before the speeches so you could have a drink for. So toast. I started off with a Jack and Coke. Nice. And then, and then beer all through the night. I did. Sammy throw in another. Mi- I threw in a mixed drink when I shouldn't have. Way too dangerous. Late <laughs> I was hoping you were going to go mix these all night. I would have been better off, though. I paid for it this morning. Such a great time. Um, and then I ref 12 basketball games this afternoon. Another week, another 12. Another week. Another Jeez, dollar. Grant, cool your breathing down. Is that you can hear me breathing? It's probably because yes. my nose is a little plugged up now because destroyed. No, I just heard Grant deep room. exhale. <laughs> deep exhale. Oh. Evan, do you think you missed a couple calls today, refing because of your behavior the night before? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this morning, like the first three <laughs> these, games. These youth coaches not, are not going to want to hear this. I did not jog or run up and down the court the first three games. I walked You're everywhere. a piece of shit. <laughs> I was You're a real eating, piece I of shit. Anything? My stomach was like. You did not I, earn I, your money today. No, I was so freaking tired because I was like, "Oh, Evan, you have to get up in six hours to go ref twelve basketball games." Not even pizza MGL. rolls. We got home after midnight. I know you have corn dogs in your freezer. They kicked every. They kicked every. I do not have any corn dogs right now. Not even. And boy. I finished off the pizza rolls oh, Thursday night. I was a disgusting slob on Thursday night. <laughs> Now we're talking. We had practice like after school, so I actually had like an evening to myself, and I sat down and I made probably thirty to thirty-five, maybe probably forty pizza rolls, and I ate them all just <laughs> watching TV. It was a disgusting amount of pizza rolls. I just kept on shoveling them in. Forty pizza, 40 pizza rolls is crazy. I used to eat like twenty. I don't, I don't in know high how school, many. And I thought it was, that was bad. Ranch, I ranch. You it was more than it was more than thirty. I think the bag is like sixty. Well, I could one of those super mega bags, Alex. Jesus Christ, Evan. You're too old to be eating pizza rolls. Well, it's go- they're gone now. They're gone. I, I just, I had whatever's left in the bag, I just dumped them on the tray and threw them into the oven. And I know for a fact it was more than 25. Uh, on that, on this note of food, I did order. Yeah, that's that. I was feeling lazy this week as well. On Tuesday, I ordered ice cream. Ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> um. It was called like something like Cheaters Creamery. I got this. Oh, yeah. I no. couldn't see Creamy. the flavors or anything. So I just I just ordered one. It was called Cookie Monster. 
I was like, I'm sure that's good. Yeah, it was, was it like, blue? it was blue with Ugh. like giant gobs of cookie dough and uh, Oreos. You don't need to dive it. You don't need to dive it ice cream. I bought a pint and I ate the whole thing because yeah. I was told myself in my head, I'm like, if you're going to have this. You can't eat this tomorrow. So you got to eat it all right now. That's how it's just like your pizza rolls. They're gone. Yeah. So one, one pint binge eating of it was fantastic. I I destroyed it. It was was incredible. Um, Other than that, two games this upcoming week, Tuesday and Thursday. Other than that, I have nothing really else. That's it. That was my week in review. Grant? Um, for me, I got a parking ticket this week. Oh, my oh. God. I don't want to f- listen to this again. <laughs> that uh, that I paid for. I paid for my spot. So I'm currently in a dispute with the Pontiac Treasury's office because I was illegally charged by Officer E. Smith for parking when I paid for it. I had 20 minutes left, so I'm disputing it. It was Jonathan Smith's brother. He knew you were a Michigan fan. It could be. Maybe he brought him into town. Um, <laughs> that's the only thing like notable that happened during the week. And then Friday, Marissa hosted a party for her speech pathology friends from grad school. Your friends. They did like a, my friends as well. Become my friends. Some of their significant others can. You guys are old. Good time. You had a couple's party. It was not everyone was a couple. Every single one except one person whose boyfriend couldn't go. Yeah, but not everyone. Couples. Um, they did like a gift exchange. I was joking. We didn't end up doing it, but you know, guys aren't one to plan gift exchanges like that because that's just a lot of work. And I was like, what if we just pass around? You pass your phone to the person to your right. And they can place a random $10 bet on your FanDuel account. And that's your Christmas gift. And then you just don't know what they picked. And you see if it cashes. We didn't end up doing it. But I thought that'd be a good, like, instead of a white elephant, just pass your phone to a bro and let them place a $10 bet. Just proving that you're degenerate. Imagine they build you a plus 3,000 parlay that hits. Like, Merry Christmas. You're degenerate. Grant. Whatever, Alex. Um... Paid the consequences of that party the next day, not to the extent Evan did, but was a little hungover um, and made a huge blunder, was cleaning up the morning after, ran the garbage disposal, and there was a shot glass in the garbage disposal, and it shattered. (laughs) So I pulled out. Shot glass shattered or the garbage disposal shattered? Both, really. Shot class shattered in half. I picked up the big bottom piece, but then there was a bunch of little pieces. So I spent probably 35 to 40 minutes with my hand in a garbage disposal, pulling out little pieces of glass. And then it didn't really work and it wasn't safe to run. So maintenance is coming tomorrow to whatever they need to do to fix it. So I feel like I feel like a POS because I... You know, it's negligence on my part. I couldn't see the shot glass. I didn't. Obviously, I wouldn't have turned it on. It looked clear down there. It just sucks. It was very startling. So that's tough. 
trying to meal prep today without getting things down like garbage disposal was very difficult. Um, so needless to say, Saturday was a very lazy day. I think I napped at least at least once. Culminated in the Lions game, which was great. And then, oh, Saturday morning, also went to Bob Evans, the Mecca of breakfast. Good experience as always. Um, the Mecca. Some would say kind of kind of is still better. Kinda, yeah, yeah, those go toe to toe. I will give you that because they have a nice corned beef hash. Better. And can't confirm that. Brody calf. I've never tried it. Naughty, naughty, naughty. It's a little um, absurd to drive nearly twenty minutes to a Bob Evans when there's a bunch of closer breakfast places around you. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You know, once or twice a year, make the make the trip to the mecca. And then Christmas party that was good. Today uh, had a family Christmas brunch. It was nice to catch up with cousins I haven't seen in a little bit. Um, everyone seemed to be doing well. Um, it's at Pine Lake Country Club. Got I felt a little. Mary. I went no booze because I felt. I felt like I didn't deserve it after what I did to myself Friday. <laughs> um, sure. Got coffee and then I saved a bunch of room for food. I had two full plates of like entree food and then one plate of desserts. It's pretty good. I, that's pretty much it. I think in the week recap, we should just check in on fantasy football. It's a big time of year for everybody. I know Alex is buzzing. Evan is arguably in the more cared about bracket, the losers bracket, because the stakes are higher down there. Yeah, but if I win I this, I'm your team, though, not I mean. to have to pay for it. If I win this matchup right now, currently, I have a good lead. If I win this, I'm guaranteed not to get last place. I thought you guys said it wasn't like that. I thought you could lose like twice from here and out and still have to pay for the dinner. Correct. You could lose. Correct. You could still lose. But, however, where I'm going to be placed after the – if I win this one – I'll be up in the 7-8 matchup, and if Mm -hmm. I lose that one, then I go down to the 9-10. If I lose that one, the worst I can get is 11th. Yeah. It's true, right? There's three three stages. If you win your first matchup, some people that bracket. There's two people that if they win their first matchups, they're guaranteed to not get last, which is the winner of the 7-8 matchup round one and the winner of the... uh, 9-10 9-10 matchup in round one. Those people are guaranteed not to mm. get last place if they win. Nice. Everyone else, up for grabs. That is sweaty. Now, because the, the, then two more people will also not be able... Then two more people won't get last place next week when they win their matchups. Gotcha. All right. that, I didn't know that. That I last place exactly matchup in, week, in two weeks from now. It's going to get sweaty. So even if McCrate wins this week, he's not. He loses safe. next week. He is he's not safe. He lose, lose, Total. boom. Oof, that's brutal. McCrate needs to win next week, week, and he will guarantee not to get last. His team is actually pretty decent now, so I don't see him being in last place. In Joku, wow, what a week, um, Alex. Was the th- uh, six seed last place into the winners bracket, and you put up uh, probably the highest scoring output this year we've had in the league. Is that feels accurate? I'm sure Alex has looked it up. 
I have not looked it up. Thank you. But it does feels like accurate. a stat. It feels like a stat you would make sure to have ready. I do not have any stats ready about fantasy football, but I am making a meme at the moment. Wow. Making a meme. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty fun. So, Testy, next week, Alex and I will play each other in the semifinals, which will be good. This is our fourth Got a playoff matchup. Championship. For all the but Alex rounds. will be on vacation, so he may forget to set his lineup, which would be will awesome. I not forget to do that. But, <laughs> yeah. And I'm on a bye week. Um, team had a good bye week, I would say. I don't think anyone has gotten injured from what I re- saw. I saw Kyler went down for a second, but he looked like he was back up. So we'll see what next week brings. You never know. But, yeah, that's where this group is in – all things considered, not bad. Evan, a win for you would be huge. Yep. No question about it. I learned last year it's just a crapshoot because I was never been more confident going into a championship matchup than I was against Ben B's team just based on paper what it was supposed to be, and I got absolutely dog-walked. And so I'll never – I just know that it, anything can happen. Ben and I were talking about this earlier, about how like it's kind of funny of all the – playoff teams that lost in the first round um, that spent all their money. So now they have 250 plus the first round playoff exit. Yeah, that's yeah. all of it for nothing. So I was like, thank you Kuz, for your money. Kuz 250 for sure. I remember I was looking yeah. at the spreadsheet. I would also be pissed if I was uh, if I was uh, Team Koo and you have to watch a team with a buy not even scored 100 points this week, and they're already in the semifinals. Was that Levi's team? Yeah. They're projected 90 mm-hmm. right now. Damn. And everyone's, like, filled out on the roster? Yep. Damn. Yeah, his team And shout-outs. Listener with the uh, C, Cody. The other Cody looks like he'll be moving on to the semifinals as well from what I've gathered, what I've looked at. And he, get, he, like gets, a play, spot. he gets a play Levi, though. Yeah. Um, all right. I say let's hop into one of the games of the weekend. Lions Broncos. Saturday night. Hot night in downtown Detroit. Evan, let's start with you. How much did you get to see of this game? What's where are you at with this game? I've seen a couple highlights. That's about it. I was at obviously I was at the wedding Saturday night. Didn't there was no TV, no nothing. Um, not even one person even had it on their phone. That's a good wedding. It's so a good wedding. Having fun. Um, I did obviously like saw all the box scores and read everything about it. Um, but I still haven't really seen that many highlights. Any uh, gut reactions you have from seeing a few highlights or stats that may not be right, but we can verify if they gut were. Reaction: It was great to see that we blew out a team that you know you're better than. And also, like when you're over the last like month or so, we've been up to these huge leads, and then we'd let the other team come back and make it interesting. So it was good to keep the gas pedal down in this game and just blow them out 42 17. Um, I was actually more shocked that Goff threw for five touchdowns and we didn't like have a couple running touchdowns. Yeah, that was, a good, that was a good sticky stat that there was I five tutties thrown. I was shocked. I mean, the Broncos were going in like averaging like 
giving up 150 on the ground. Yeah, they were one of the worst rush defenses in the league. You can't tell the story of the game from watching it all the way through without talking about how teetering we were on disaster in the first quarter overreaction, but with how the fan base came into that game, the Lions came out with a bold strategy, some would say, against that poor run defense, and they threw it like five straight times, and they ran once. And I think over the first like 10 plays we had, 90% were passes, and we had a gifted strip sack on a fumble. Well, not gifted. We earned that. Uh, Melifamu decked him, and Bugs returns it past the 50 and couldn't even get points off of that. So the offense did look pretty pedestrian for the first quarter and then a, a flip switched like golf golf didn't look sharp in the first quarter. And then he hit a stretch where he just couldn't miss anybody and everything was clean. I'm not sure really what happened, what you can attest to, but it was interesting. Denver's a bad team. I don't think Denver's bad. They gave up 70 points in a football game this year. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But they did bounce back from that, and they had themselves in – yeah, they had themselves in – they still had themselves in playoff contention. I don't – they're not a bad team. They're an average team, I would say. Yeah, that's fair to say. Playing good football. They've been better as of the last couple months, for sure. Alex is just so sidetracked in his meme. He just loves I'm sorry. Meme. It's funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> How did you make that? I'm you just you really good. Dog's head. I know. I didn't mean to do that, but like, <laughs> that's the only picture I found of him. He deleted every post he had on Instagram. Oh. You should have to find go to Facebook. Go to his parents' Facebook. I was doing this live. I was trying to get it done. I was trying to get it out. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Great. You'll be question. in that chamber too. If you lose, just so you know. It'd be You're not making game. a meme. You're not making a meme for me. You're I'll not just I'll just add you into the picture. I'm not making a meme for you. Yeah. You just add them into it. I'm just gonna add every person into the chamber. If I win it all, every single person's face is gonna be in that chamber. <laughs> God, that'd be funny. Uh, What's your uh, big over Taco Bell order? Is that going to be when you win the championship, Alex? Incredible. <laughs> you guys are all going to benefit. I'm actually, I might send you uh, a DoorDash Taco Bell tomorrow congratulating you. I'll send it on Wednesday. Congratulating Alex, I'm just you. Saying that'd be, that'd be so f- cran if you <laughs> ceremony. Oh, I will no, be going to Taco Bell when I win. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not Probably old, two, two Baja Blasts, two chicken quesadillas, some cheesy gorditas. We're going to get after it. we got a long ways to go. It'd be super funny, though, if Alex did get the trophy and he, like, toured it around Houston like it was the Stanley Cup. Put <laughs> <laughs> it in my living room. I get a trophy case. No, like, you go out to, like, meat barbecue or go to co-work. No, I have happy a... Hours and you just bring it with you. I have a parade. I hire someone to drive me around. I sit on top of the car with my trophy and drive around Houston. Oh my gosh, Alex, you're going to have to fly in for the fantasy football. Uh, if I win, yes, I will. Well, I probably or kicked out of the league. I might anyways. Or kicked yeah. out of the league. <laughs> or else. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's happening. But oh, Back to oh. the Lions, Scrap. My question was, so 
not don't look at a whole career. Look at like you're starting a team tomorrow mm-hmm. and you're building for the future. Mm-hmm. And you have to take a tight end. It's Sam LaPorta, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kelsey's on the back half of his career. Is there career. anybody else that even would be in consideration? I think um, would still be good. Kittle and Hawk are considered top five, but I think age wise, like rookie just contract, he's just how talented Kittle is with his blocking. He is a true two way person. And I, I know Sam Laporte is working on that, um, but we don't really use him so much. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely Laporta. I don't know how it would be anybody else. Yeah, just I mean, I, I know people tend to overreact to your own players, but I was sitting there thinking, and I was just like, yeah, I mean, I, if you offered, if I was trying to win a title, um, in like a one year stretch, maybe it's still Kelsey. But if you were trading me long term, like I don't think if the if the Chiefs came to the Lions and they said we'll give you Kelsey for the Porter straight up, the Lions are saying no. Yeah. Which is just a wild thing to say. I don't know if they're rookie contract sure saying no, but yeah, they'd probably say no. Also, I say no. Oh, yeah, NFL too. related. Yeah, go ahead. Um, is it true that the salary caps can go up by twenty four million dollars next year in the NFL? <laughs> that I do not know. <laughs> no idea. But it's, even if that's like true, that's style. only like one huge big new signing. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying 24 is dramatically like a lot. So, yeah, it's yeah, one big well, signing, superstar. or you could three or four solid role players. Yeah, that's but interesting. The thing about the cap that we have to remember about the cap is the cap is fake. The cap's not real. Also, well, it's it is True. real. Uh, also, but the it, forty no, if the, the salary cap goes up. They want. Shut up, Grant. Salary <laughs> cap's not fake. It's True, it's fake. They do because they they know how to use and. Maneuver it. Deferred, but they just do the Shohei Otani. If the cap goes up, Evan, inflation, you know, just a bunch of players are just going to get paid more too. Yeah, Evan, who wins the election? Yeah, I get, for the I get that. Next year? But like, you're just going to have Tyreek Hill demanding five hundred billion we still have dollars cap a year right now. But we're going to have players leaving. Our cap's going to be. I'm just saying, our cap's going to be ginormous. Tyreek Hill. I heard he's sitting out next week too. Especially when we cut Decker's. He might. Ass. Don't even need him. Um, Evan, don't. You can't just slip in. We're cutting Decker's ass. I will not let yeah, you we play are. with that. We're cutting. Him. <laughs> Slip. He slipped that in at the end of that sentence. Vitae's gone. <laughs> and we'll probably get out of Vitae's contract just because it's an injury. He. I, I think he's a hundred percent free agent, but. If not, it's injury, medical, retirement. So, I'm just now reading this conversation from Cody with a K. Evan, your thoughts briefly. Um, Patrick Mahomes in some fairy tale land is available. Um, I'm not in this conversation. I know you're not. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, he asked us about a Mahomes trade, which. <laughs> Cody, I know you're going to be listening. That will never in a million years. He's never getting traded in the next. I'm just wondering what what came up like a yeah, couple I don't hours know. after their win against the Patriots. He was like, "What if we got Mahomes?" <laughs> it makes no sense, really, where he came up with it. Um, Cody threw around golf hooker and three first, which would not even remotely be close enough to what would be needed, in my opinion. Golf and what for Pesci? Golf, hending the hooker and three first. That Rob takes. 
like if like you that. could if you could do that you would do it of course right yeah yeah okay okay yeah <laughs> So we're all in agreement that's I thought, not a realistic price. Grant threw around this this trade. Would you do it? Sam Laporta. Oh. Uh, Panay. Brian Branch. Because there's no point in having him. Laporta, Sewell, Branch, <laughs> McNeil, Goff, three first round picks. You, no, because I want Hutchinson in that deal so we can keep somebody else. Keep Sewell. Right, throwing right, Hutchinson so, and keeps Sewell nice. It's a deal. No, throwing Hutchinson to McNeil. Are you doing it? <laughs> what? That's more. Yeah, Hutch for Sewell. Know, but- Evan does it. Grant said he would uh, multiply this deal by four. Drew Locke, no offense. Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick, which was what was traded for Russell Wilson. So Grant would take that and multiply it by four. That's how I came up with my answer. So Laporta, Laporta, Hutch, Branch, McNeil, Goff, three first-round picks, maybe another late pick back in there. Would you do it? I think teams would. I think teams would be want more picks than the players. I mean, we are giving them like our entire core, (laughs) just our whole young core, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. I would do it though. No way, Alex. Yes, I would. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, actually, Golf let me read you this Golf stat. Like a he has Matt Nagy right now. It doesn't count. Whatever you're going to say, it doesn't count. This stat then, about our his quarterback. receivers the, are so shitty, too, in Kansas City. Our stat about the, our quarterback, the franchise, Gear Golf. this stat from the Lions PR, Dude. who's been doing God's work, just pumping us up, will blow you away. It'll blow you away because <laughs> it goes back quite a Probably. long time. No, it'll blow you away. <laughs> should well, I read, just it, read it off or should I ask you questions yes. about where you think he ranks? Should I make Whatever it spicy you make you do. guess? Like, let's, let's get into this. All right. So this is since 2017. You know, that's a long time ago. That's six years ago. Keep going. Among all quarterbacks in the NFL since 2017. Jared Goff ranks in a couple statistical categories. We're going to play a guessing game. <laughs> Let's start with passing touchdowns. We'll start bad. Ninth. Passing t- passing touchdowns? Passing touchdowns. You got to think, since 2017, how many QBs are still playing? All QBs. But there's a you lot of ones. I'm going to say, say fifth. <laughs> Six. Good guesses, boys. Thank you. Completions. Check down Goff. Third. I'm going to say... I'm going to say sixth. Second. Oh! We're all over this. All right. Now, maybe we bring it back down in 20-plus yard completions. Mm. So, airing it out. Seventh. Fourteenth. First, no, it got better. Yep, that's believe a it. First? That's, a that's a shocking right. stat. I'll give you that. Well, one. we got to humble him, right? We got to humble him. Passing first downs, moving the first down chains by first. passing the ball. First, third, first, the best yeah. to do You're it. You're not fooling anybody, Grant. This time, 
right. All right. Last one. Last one. But think quickly about this one. In passing yards in the entire NFL since 2017. Third. He's up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say fourth. Yeah, he's up there. He's first. He's the best to do it since 2017. This man. He's probably played the most games since 2017. <laughs> Don't find loopholes. This is this guy's playing. I love, I love Jared. I do. Crazy but. stat. Not to nitpick Stafford, Evan. You might want to plug your ears for this. Jared yeah. Goff. Jared Goff just became the first quarterback in Lions franchise history to throw for 25-plus touchdowns in back-to-back seasons. Never been done before nah, by a Lions quarterback. Not surprising. We've never had a good one. Just kidding. That was That's me now. I was a joke. I was stunned. That I was field for, for a playoff game. Yeah. Now Stafford true. did get hurt, so he would have broke that. He would have had that, but I was stunned to see that come across by Lions PR, who again is doing God's work pumping up our players. Because I've been Question for Evan. Well, uh, question yeah. for you both. Since we're talking about the franchise, Jared. Would you guys let Jared walk this summer if it meant that you get Matthew Stafford back as quarterback? No. I got to double check their ages, but that feels like a no. Stafford's like 10 years older than him, Grant. Yeah, I think no. Evan? There is a listener of this podcast who consistently listens. I mean, we're talking a weekly listener. Don't get me wrong. I am Matthew Stafford is my quarterback. He said today, I would do unspeakable things to get Matthew Stafford back in Detroit next year. And then I'm going to send you this, this throw that was sent to me. And why this text occurred. Stafford can still sling it. He's still an elite yeah, quarterback. No one's denying that. He's yes. It's just his down moments. I I know it's bad. Jared's down moments that. are also pretty bad. Watch that Jared's throw. Down moments, Watch that throw. Evan. Off to quit playing football. Well, that's just our fan base. Correct. Michigan State. <laughs> God damn, Stafford's a good football player. <laughs> Lean him back. Just look at whips the, it to the sideline. Below it. Yeah, he sent me both of them. Stafford still has one of the best throws in NFL history against the Chiefs. I know he lost it, but that's window throw. Um, what about the no look throw in against the Bengals in the Super Bowl? What about the no look up there. Super Bowl winning quarterback Matthew Stafford. God, I still love Stafford. And his talent I'm is tantalizing. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And he, would, he wouldn't he would be in Ben Johnson's offense, though, because Ben Johnson won't be here. He'll be in a Dan Campbell offense, which just runs 75 times. I don't like having to make these choices like this. Answer the question, Grant. No, I, would, I told you I wouldn't do it. Okay. Evan, you would not either. I don't uh, – well, cap-wise – I don't know which one would be cheaper. Let's say they cost the exact same amount and they're both get, you only get them for two years, either one. I think I'm keeping them off. Because they're probably about the same cost. Yeah. I think I'm keeping them off. Stafford's more injury prone. 
he gets injured a lot. This is tough, though. It is. I wouldn't do unspeakable uh, things to get Stafford here, though, to answer that question. I got my oh, satisfaction no, of Stafford winning a Super Bowl, kind of. But I mean, how like how this. jacked up would you be if Stafford returned to a playoff oh my God. team? <laughs> You'd be standing yeah. outside Ford Field watching him, waiting for him to come. Oh my in. God! <laughs> oh my God! The Matthew Stafford ass tat right on my right butt cheek. <laughs> It'll be huge. <laughs> Hitch. Uh, what was my other question I had? Oh, because you know how our fan base online, this tortured fan base that doesn't know how to handle a winner, uh, is everyone flipping back to we're fully back on the train or did anything change big picture wise from smacking the Broncos around? For us or for our idiot fans? For you personally. I still don't think this team... It's tough because Dallas got today, so it makes you think, well, well, maybe. Um, but unless the Lions get a one seed, which is not going to happen, uh, yeah, I just don't see them getting to a conference championship game. Uh, would, it, would I be shocked if they got to the conference game. championship? No. Would I be stunned if they made the Super Bowl? Yes. We can beat Dallas. Yeah. I'm not in the Hell camp yeah, yet, but we'll know in two weeks. Technically, Dallas. We I would. We would have to play freaking the 49ers. Still four weeks left. If things hold serve. I, I mean, lot, lot, a lot, lot can I, still happen. If the Lions put up four challenged. straight 42-17 wins, I'm going to be all in again. I'm going to think they can win the Super Bowl. I need to see our well, defense yeah, improve against the last three weeks. Oh, I mean, the problem fine. is, you would, love, you, you would have loved the defensive back blitzes that we were throwing out last night. We it blitzed the lot last night. It was, it was we br- wild. We and brought it, I loved um, that Saturday. We brought Mel Fonwu yeah. from twenty yards off the ball, and he just came in like a rocket. It makes sense. Brian <laughs> Branch oh, well smashed Russell Wilson. Vildor, the new and unsung hero. Vildor, Khalil Dorsey. I and mean, we got new guys. You got to brush up on. We're, we're <laughs> we started different secondary. It's wild. But Evan's going to be roughing basketball games. I will say, and I don't want this to come off as mean to him. It's just internet comedy. All the memes that people were posting about how our defense evolved ever since Jerry Jacobs doesn't play anymore were making me die laughing. They were just like <laughs> highlight tapes of LeBron. Right? It was the Legion of Boom. Someone took a Legion of Boom fan tape and was like, <laughs> the Lions ever since Jerry Jacobs got benched. I was, I was giggling to myself. My, I do my like parents it. and my brother went got to go to the game. Um, oh, yeah. And that was the first thing my dad said. He's like, I cannot wait to cheer, like to boo Jerry Jacobs. And he's like, and he can hear me because that's how close we're sitting. <laughs> oh, no. So this yeah, is what true. he was looking forward to the most. Luckily, he didn't have to see him. Probably on special teams, I think, is when he got he – got, he hurt his hamstring, I think, and then he came back in the game for special teams. But the memes were funny. Um, and that's not personal to him. They were just funny. That's rude. Um, <laughs> Gibbs looks like a Hall of Famer. Chicago gang will never die. Yeah, it's kind of stupid that he still doesn't get more touches. It's just, I think Grant, you summed it up perfectly that a Montgomery eight yard run is a Gibbs twenty eight yard run, and I just don't get. I mean, I get it. You gotta like yin and yang him a little bit, but like it should be that even, if not more, to Gibbs. It should not be sixteen to ten carries. 
Montgomery's a good good running back. Gibbs is way better. I yeah. need more. He's- Different styles. Alex. Well, selfishly, you do need it. Gibbs is a better all-around running back in almost every way. The only time I'm giving Montgomery the ball over Gibbs is a one-yard goal line run. And even then, I feel very confident giving it to Gibbs. Even then, a pitch play to Gibbs is the just right gets it play? done, too. Right yes, now right now played, and yeah, we ran the ball. Starting offensive line, we looked at Oh, yeah, I sort of term him Ragnow. Is the key. He is. He's the key he is the because our our run game is incredible again the second he comes back. Just gashing them for like seven yards a pop. Oh, my Stable God. Anyone could have ran through the holes. Yes. yes. We would have had productive whole days on the ground. Even Grant's quicksand feet would have had a productive day. <laughs> Jamison Williams' juke move was one of the nastiest things I've seen on the football field. It was disgusting. It was. <laughs> I saw a line. I was like, there's no way he did that. Laporte's juke stiff arm for a tutty. I mean, they're just. It's kind of ridiculous, Grant, on our Instagram post. You did not put a Gibbs highlight. Um, But whatever. He had two touchdowns. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, but I I had him celebrating with a monitor. Like, his touchdowns weren't crazy. His one run was crazy that he didn't score on. That was an absurd run. I don't know. Every time he runs the ball, he looks like he's shot out of a cannon. And his route that he ran on his receiving touchdown was crisp. His 40-yard run, whatever, out the right side looked like Barry Sanders. He, he's insane. <laughs> he is insane. Damn it. This man, he only had like 10 carries. 10 carries. Point going into the, for 100 yards. I, going, in the, I will going into the fourth quarter, he had like 11 yards right per carry. He – It was – Gibbs is ridiculous. I need – he he is he is as legit as we all are. Well, as I thought. Also, I need to admit something. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I said Laporta would have at least or like only have like six or seven touchdowns this year, and he's blowing that out of the water. So hand up. I thought he was going to be really good, and he has blown it out of the water. He's just too good. He's better than what I said. Actually, you did predict that Jameer Gibbs would have Alvin Kamara stats. Yes. I think that was me. No, I I, I got to see if he's close to it. I, well, I said he had to do it. that because we're – I, I said Laporta would have some wild stats, and you guys gave me some pushback, and he has already surpassed those. So, No, I think I was in on Laporta. I drafted him in fantasy football for $3 and got laughed at. Evan, how do you feel about the draft class now, even though you were kind of a hater when it started? Uh, you can still hate on Hendon, Hendon Hooker. You still have that. I still hate Hendon Hooker. I hate that pick still. I don't. I I wouldn't say I hated the draft class. I was more. You were like, you were very pissed off. You're very pissed I, off. Correct. I was very pissed off at just the players that we, not the not the talent of the players that we took, just where we took them and positions that we did take them. If we redid the draft, would you do it different? The first yeah, two I rounds. Done the, I would have done the last two two years differently. So you wouldn't have taken Gibbs and you wouldn't have taken Laporta. Alex, who would you rather have right now? Would you rather have Kyle Hamilton, uh, Jordan Davis, or Jamison Williams? I'm talking about this year's draft. But, I mean, yeah, at the moment, I would say between those three. How's Kyle Hamilton? Go he's with, like the best safety in football. I would go with Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, he's been pretty good. People don't forget that was my surefire Hall of Famer when we asked the question before yeah. the draft. I mean, I still won. I still well, I said Micah Parsons. Drafting, 
an edge rusher. So, Evan, this year's draft, Gibbs was our first-round pick, right? We only have one. Gibbs and Campbell. Gibbs, Campbell, Laporta. Gibbs, Campbell, Laporta, and Branch. Would you have not drafted any of those and drafted someone else? Branch was sick last night, too. God, he was good. Yeah, he's awesome. (laughs) I honestly don't think I would have drafted Gibbs just based off of like the NFL running back style. Well, who would you have drafted? In that Any spot. defensive player that was available right then and there? Jaylen no, Evan. Carter, right Carter. now, you know how good they are. You would have took Jaylen Carter. Carter. Mm, I would have drafted Gibbs still. He does have a touchdown this year, so you have to, do have to give Jalen Carter that. Yeah, he's good, but hard to compare. No Gibbs. Barry um, Sanders. Defensively, Pascal had a nice game. Had a sack at least stood out to you me. You said he had a nice game because he made one good play. It was a really <laughs> impressive interior pass rush that we haven't seen from this team in a long time. So yes, I was like, wow, it helps that's that what we it feels like, like to have someone get play. through the middle. I don't know. I thought it was all around good. I think I it's dumb as it is, and I still think we should have made more moves. But you can tell there's a little bit more pop on the defensive line when Bruce Irvin plays, which is crazy to say because he's like 37 years old. But well, he knows it's he like knows a little bit better. Passer. He does. he does. He's a good pass rusher. <laughs> and obviously, the the less mobile quarterbacks we get, the better we look. That's why I'm really confident about these Vikings matchups with Nick Mullins. Like, that was huge. Them benching Josh Jobs was huge for us as a team. You because Nick Mullins cannot move. About? What? Our corners against Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison, that's not going to go well. Oh, it's just going to be the Addison show. They'll take away. Well, they won't take away him, but they're gonna. They're gonna. Um, we can't take away Justin Jefferson. He had like two hundred and fifty no. yards receiving against us last year. Well, Akuda clamped him in the first meeting. People forget that Akuda clamped Justin Jefferson. And then Jefferson had three hundred <laughs> in the second Without. game. Yeah, but if Nick Mullins doesn't have time to get it off, then there you go. I I really think I know people like to win championships and divisions at home, winning the North at Minnesota during their winter whiteout game, taking it away from the team that just won it last year would be an awesome scene. Oh, that means we're in blue guys. We might wear all blue next week. We're all really. blue winter this week. Whiteout games are they freaking having? They're doing um, like an annual thing. So the game like closest to Christmas before uniforms? Christmas. Last night we did. I think we'll wear them again this week. No, our color are gray. We wearing those oh. with the blue helmet. Very so, uh, yeah, in the last yeah against the against the Vikings at the end of the year. Oh, at home. I because I knew we were wearing them twice. Yeah, we're probably wearing all blue to clinch the division. I hope we win. Also, not to divide the fan base more, but I had you know Alex deleted Twitter. I'm still on there. I'm still seeing what the pulse is. All the SOL fans last week that were like, oh. Watch Green Bay come back and take this division from us. Okay, <laughs> you didn't even deserve to watch last night. <laughs> well, you know what they because they lost the team. Giants and Bucks, so they're sick, and they officially are eliminated from North contention. Now they can't, they can't win the North. So that's all I have to say about that. I believe in this team, and I bet them accordingly. A Monra anytime touchdown. 
I should have had Cortland Sutton. I bet both 14s to score, and then I did alt spread minus five and a half. I should have done minus nine and a half because I would have got juicy numbers on that. But Grant has a gambling addiction. I do not. It's only an addiction if you lose. <laughs> um, let's move to – let's do wish list for last. Let's move to MSU Hoops, stay on the good vibes. What a win for you guys. Does it change? How, how much does it change? Does it, it, how, it like realistically it, in the grand scheme? It not not much change. Big Ten's ass, so you should be top four in the Big Ten, theoretically. Um, talent wise, coach wise, that's just what it is. Um, it kind of just pisses me off a little bit watching that team because it's like basically it's like, what the F? Where where the hell has this been? And for the broadcast said this, what where has this Michigan State been? Um, I'll so tell you know, like that a few back, times. Back up against the wall. So, what has changed is that now we 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 fully know that this team can be everything we wanted it to be. It can be. They proved that. Whether they will be, nah, I don't know. I don't know if they're they're going to come out like that. We every just need to string game. games together, like impressive games together. And I know we are non-conference, so we don't really. I think we play tomorrow against like Stony Brook or something like that. Play Oakland. Oakland. I got it pulled up for you. It's three it's non-conference Oakland. butt games until Big Oakland's kind of decent. January fourth. They beat someone. They are good this year, and they lost Ohio right. State by one. They're they're not actually bad. Check check the <laughs> games. <laughs> They lost to They're Toledo, and they lost to, they lost to Purdue. They lost to Purdue Fort Wayne by twenty-one points. Beat Xavier. They beat Xavier. They did beat Xavier. They almost beat Ohio State. They lost by six. They have Rocket Watts. Are you guys saying you're nervous? What are we? Not, we, all, we play Oakland close every single year because we play Oakland them every year. Yeah. Every single year. Yeah, that's sorry. That's that stupid match. Would you though. say though? Are you still to the point though with this team where yes, they did show you what they're capable of, but it wouldn't surprise you if in the second Big Ten game at Northwestern they lose by ten points. They're not going to yeah. lose by double digits. They haven't done that all year. They did. They lost technically by double digits with Wisconsin, but that was a three point game. This is not a team that Arizona. gets blown out. They didn't lose by double digits. They lost by six there. They kept it within there. They kept it within. All right, so they lose by five. In fact, Grant, I know you're going to be I will be pissed if they lose at Northwestern. We we lose at Northwestern every year. Top 25 team. Top 25 team. Three of Michigan State's five losses, they've led with three minutes left in the game. Hmm. So what this team's problem is closing. They didn't have to close – this game, so yeah. we still didn't Get we still didn't learn start. if they're capable of closing at the end, and that's that's something we have to find out because there, there's going to be a lot of close games in the Big Ten. We're going to be close with every team we play because of the defense that we play. Our defense is. Legit. Were you guys uh, <laughs> were you guys nervous at all about a second half comeback? Because this is a dynamic going no. on here that I wanted to touch on because it was crazy. Uh, when we started the second half with like five straight turnovers and it got to 20, I think that's the closest it got was 20 because I rewatched the highlights this morning. I'll be honest. I was now I was not nervous that they were going to come back and we were going to lose the game, but I was getting pissed that they were playing like shit 
for five minutes. But no, I never thought they would lose when they were up 30, 45 to 15 at one point. I was like, there's no way we're going to lose this basketball game when that happened. But I'm sure Marissa probably because that. Yeah, I didn't know if it had like broken the whole fan base, like the recent stretch, but she's like nervous in the start of the second half, like yelling. I was in the other room and I'm like, I'm not like listening to a word you say until it's within 10 points because it's not a game. <laughs> I told myself the only way I would even remotely panic is if they got to 10. And yeah, that was never going to happen. That I never I got to below 20. Give me to halftime. Give me to halftime at one point because I know if they get to halftime with a ginormous ass lead, it's over. When when right, we were in good. the first half, everyone was like that. I was like, we have to keep it above ten because if they get to ten, it's just like a brand new game. We'll probably lose. So there were still doubts. There's still fear. Just so you know, uh, Ken Palm update for you guys after this win. Big boost, twenty two in Ken Palm. A five hundred wow. team, five and five, twenty two in Ken Palm. That tells you all you need to know. Top 10 defense in the country. Can I make an unbiased comment that's going to be labeled me as a hater, but it's just a thought that I had? Yeah, I, you were a hater with the second I talked to you after the game. I did say this to Alex. I just am curious to see how good Baylor is in Big 12 play. Like, I know they're a talented bunch, and maybe it was just an off shooting night, and also credit to Michigan State's defense for being swarming. But they didn't seem like a Baylor team in the past like five years. They just felt different. I don't know what was. I don't know if it was less length or what, or no like guy that's going to be in the NBA. But they two seven footers and a six six forward that hits threes at a forty percent rate. Yeah, but it's impressive does... to beat any Power Five team with that caliber to that level. So I will not take that away. But I am curious if you told me Baylor finishes like fourth or fifth in the Big Twelve, I wouldn't. I don't think I would be that surprised. I think Grant, what helps us was Baylor's. Post players are just like Michigan State's post players. Yeah, they don't have like a, back to the basket post moves. Post players. Hmm. But Evan, we haven't th- been losing this year because down. of that. I I I'm I get that, Alex. I 100 get that. But I'm just saying, I, like teams that we struggle against, or reasons why our post players struggle is because they have to freaking defend. They have to play offense and defense. Oh wow! Here's a good here's a good test too to see how they bounce back. They had to play at Duke on Wednesday at Madison Square Garden. So not at Duke. We'll find out a little bit then. Not at Duke, but it's an away game at Madison Square Garden. All right. It's, if they if they play Duke North. tough, Baylor's legit. I think I'm. I'll concede it to to close to to set, uh, echo what Evan said. It's it's very frustrating that that's what we saw. But now that I've, I'm thinking back to all the games we lost, we would go, we went down double digits in all of those games. We would have a stretch of like seven minutes of miraculous great basketball where we'd tie the game or take the lead, and then we'd poop out. Mm-hmm. This time they just started the game with that, and they carried that momentum the rest of the game. So if this team could just not start down 17 to four like they do every single game. We clearly good. know who our best player is on the team, though. It's Tyson Walker. You gotta get him yeah. his early. You gotta, gotta get pin downs. So you gotta get him open looks. Crazy to think we had debates last year about who was more important to the team, Hogarth or Walker, because it's pretty clear who the correct answer was. It's Tyson Walker. 
Dude's the average uh, the, the question of who's more important, if AJ plays like absolute dog shit, it's a guaranteed loss. And that's just true. Uh, Jeremy Fears is capable. Of uh, if you way. took Walker off the team and AJ played like an All-American, it's still not going to be the peak of what it could be if Walker's good. Well, the, the peak of what it can be is because of the two of them together. That's the truth. And everybody knows that. And I'm, I'm team Jeremy Fears. I'll ride with we him. Can, you guys can shit on AJ all you want. The last four games he's played, <laughs> he's he's been actually the I'm guy. Not that on him, Alex. I'm just be. saying Tyson Walker is more important. I'm not shitting. I'm not shitting on AJ Hogarth. I just think you take AJ away and that offense is going to be worse because Tyson's not going to get open looks, as many open looks. He's still going to score 20, but you might not be in every game. You don't call Jeremy the field, uh, floor general for nothing. Did, Jeremy Fears is going to be a great basketball player. He's not at AJ's level yet. And I understand Alex, you fully why anybody would hate AJ. Yes, when he gave the two small up 30 points to a kid, I was like, yeah, I can no, see it. I would say when Hogard uh, Cooper was wide open and Hogard passed him a ball driving while he, Cooper was flashing down the middle lane, hit him in the face. He didn't catch I was it. so pissed about I that. I that. was furious. Yeah. And I was like, Did someone's going to say that it's an AJ turnover right there. Did you see the end face. of the UNC Kentucky game? No. I did not see oh, it. Twice. It's worth going was, back game and at 5 PM, remind, adding it to your reminder list. All-time college basketball player reminded me of that. UNC came down. They were only down three with like 15 seconds left. They just cross half court. Point guard throws it to the wing, to the player getting set. He just wasn't looking. It hit off of his ass, and then it was a backcourt violation. <laughs> it was one of the funnier things I've seen. Cut out. Worth there, a watch. It's hard to ass, so. Backcourt violation. Off his butt. Wasn't looking. Backcourt violation. To tie the game. <laughs> uh, I have um, one question about Michigan State basketball for the two of you. Mm. To close. Yeah, final four of busts. Well, I, I still think that I feel that way, to be honest. I know you do, Alex. <laughs> Anyways, ask your questions. Um, do you think, Evan, that yes, they're in an 0 and 2 hole? Mind you, Purdue is 1 and 1. Can Michigan State win the Big Ten, and would it surprise you if they did? Can they win it? Yes. Would it surprise me? Yes. Is it top four or bust in the Big Ten? Yeah. Grant? Big Ten's not good at all this year. Your non-biased, super-biased opinion because you hate Michigan State and everything that we stand for? No, I'm excited to see you guys. You play Purdue once this year. Yeah, not yeah. till late. In Mackey. Because I did On catch Tuesday some of the end of that Arizona game. And while I do so think I. your guards are going to give Purdue guards more fits than Arizona, like Caleb Love's not known as a lockdown defender by any means, but it looks like those white guards from Purdue have grown a little bit. And there's a real dog in Braden Smith now. Braden Smith, that guy good. looks like a Fletcher still. Last year, he looked. Yeah, last year though, Braden looked a little. He was a true freshman playing last year. He looked a little like gun shy at times. He he was doing ice in the veins, hitting big shots down the stretch. He looks like a dog this year. So I am curious to see how that plays out. I'd be the same as Evan, where they can win it. Yes, they have the talent too. Would I be surprised at this point? Yes, because I think like Edie is still an X factor. 
Like, what are they going to do down low with Edie? Uh, and then second question. Will Michigan State make the tournament? Evan? Yes. Grant? Yeah, I, th- I think they will. Yeah. That's a huge resume-boosting win for all the we tournament gonna, haters. If people actually thought we were going to miss a tournament well, after starting whatever, four and five. If we were but Evan, four if you, and six right There now. was a rule, though. If you lose – you lose the Baylor by eight points. You're four and six. You definitely would be thinking, but like, they wow, what do we have to do in Big Ten? You'd be no, but they didn't. But you'd be counting numbers. Like, what does our record need to be? I would not. Be, I would not this? be counting record I have numbers because going into the Baylor game, I knew the Big Ten was still last, and I knew we were going to win more than fourteen games in the Big Ten. And if you're ever a bubble team, here's a here's a fact: any Big Ten team that's ever finished above five hundred in the Big Ten has made the tournament. So that might change this year, though, because this conference looks like bad. I know, I but like, this year. I would like to think Michigan State should go like thirteen and seven, fourteen and six in the Big Ten. It's a lot of poopy bad teams at the bottom. You play twenty games in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. Um. Michigan State, let's just stay on it. Aiden Childs got the official commitment. Did it hit like crack when it came through? No. Because it already like knew. Crack? Just because he already knew it was going to happen yeah, for yeah. like a month. It was just this built up anticipation of like, okay, when is Did I watch his highlights again after that? Yes. <laughs> I did not watch his highlights. Should add it to your list, Evan. I'm doing a good job of not watching any highlights until a kid commits. So Michigan hasn't had any yet, so I haven't watched any highlights of people. I will say this. um, The Michigan message boards had a – I didn't actually read it or see it, but they had a 50-page thread about Aiden Childs. So they're like either A, hating on him. Like they're trying to come up with ways about how Yeah. Trying to come up with ways of how this kid stinks because they might be worried about it. If any UM fan is losing sleep over it, that's just they were stuff. fifty pages. Just be happy. I, just just be, ha- Grant, just be happy for them that they got someone. It is nice that he's like super young. He's not like a senior transfer. Seventeen. Years like old. we can actually like or eighteen. He's the face of our program for the next three years. So it is actually pretty nice to have that. Yeah, it feels and like RJ to go Kool Aid even more. I, I'm not just saying this to, like build too high of expectations because I let them because I do understand the rebuild project going on. But there was an interesting discussion I heard on a podcast. I think it was cover three. They are talking about if you look at transfer quarterbacks thus far for like in your first year in a system, do not have your expectations high because they just haven't hit. Like think about Joe Burrow. Think about Penix. Like they were okay with Bo Nix at Oregon. They didn't hit the like top tier level until year two but you could argue that it kind of is year two for childs it because is. it's not going to be a new system he's just moving across the country Dude, there to were, the same coaching staff there's some Changes wild conspiracy so, theories from oregon state fans that like what so the mel tucker got fired whenever whatever weekend that was and then that following game mm-hmm. for oregon state was the first time that they announced that Aiden Childs would be playing every third series the rest of the season. And so Oregon State fans are in a tizzy about it because they think that Jonathan Smith knew he was going to Michigan State and needed and told Childs. And so that's why they were getting him ready all year by having him play in big games, which is wild. Wow. A wild theory, but like if true, I mean, it's a chess move and I'm, I'm here for it. 
I do get I do get why they played DJU, but it was wild seeing the transfer portal quarterback rankings and Childs is like up in the top number one on two four seven and DJU is like twelve. But like DJU was the starter the entire year. Apparently it is kind of I understand why it was that way, because he's more experienced, but it is weird. It was an open competition in the summer for them when I was watching like uh, an old press conference and it was like legit chance that Childs was going to beat him out but I just don't think you can bring in a five-star transfer and just not play him so that's probably what happened I'd be sucking the green Kool-Aid we have to basically we have to fill too. out a roster we ha- you gotta have an offensive line. we get to fill out a roster our roster first off was pretty bad guys are starting to come back now correct Jordan Hall staying I already know though Death position with your schedule, though, so important. Defense looks okay. If you give me a win total of six and a half, I'm hitting the over. I think eight I that is a decent chance. Seven, I think. Yeah, that's six what I'm minimum. No, eight, nine. Get nine. There's Say there's nine. Th- there's three <laughs> auto losses on the schedule, and then there's a lot of toss up games. Hmm. Oregon, Michigan, Ohio State. Too many question marks with Michigan. I don't think you can call it an auto loss. Yeah, it's realistically probably a, it's a lot of questions. Well, I don't um, know what Michigan's going to look like for now. For now. It's possible. And it's not even something to worry about because we've got a big old game. Um, let's do we'll say it's Michigan nice. basketball it's just nice. quickly. That was a nice stretch. That's the first time we've talked nicely about Michigan State athletics in a year. So that was good. Yeah, it's probably true. Damn. Since the Sweet 16 <laughs> wow. run, we have not had anything worth talking about. All right, everyone. All right, everyone. Put your clothes back on. <laughs> um, so, Juwan Howard. Jawan. Juwan. We're Juwan. So, it got even crazier, Alex, after you texted. We'll just quickly breeze through the timeline because it's a bunch of just nonsense. Um, there was the dispute, allegedly not physical HR investigation taking place. John Sanderson, 15 years, I believe he's been at Michigan. He was brought in with Beeline. He is um, most widely known for his off-season workout programs that basically gave – I don't want to give him that much credit, but Nick Stauskas was not looking like an NBA player until he bulked up and went through his camp and also became a good shooter. But he has turned many players into men. Um, think about the Wagners. They came to Michigan from Europe, super skinny, and he built them up into pretty jacked people. So he is known very highly regarded in the industry. Um, apparently it was a dispute because Juwan's kid, Jace, um, had a conversation with the trainer about rehab, blah, 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 why he wasn't getting cleared. Allegedly, John Sanderson heard about this and was like, this is why the accountability in this program is off because we're like debating these things. Juwan didn't like that streaming match, but it is pretty crazy and very clearly speaks to a divide between people in the program. If you are reporting that to HR, because from what I've learned from basketball reporters that people like Robbie Hummels, people that were talking about this, maybe not Robbie Hummel exactly. I shouldn't attach his name, but people were saying Arguments between coaches happen all the time. I mean, Trent Dilfer, <laughs> they were talking about his game. They were, he was screaming it as assistant coach on the sideline. Like, people argue. But to go to HR 
and complain. Basically, is saying like I'm willing to put your job, Juwan, at risk because I'm just tired of this whole thing. And this is the guy who's been there for 15 years under John Beeline during the glory years of Michigan basketball. Sanderson has not did not go to the Iowa game, did not go to the Eastern Michigan game. Not even sure if he's still really with the program or what's happening. Um, so classic Ward Manual Friday night news dump said in a statement that he used the wording that the HR investigation was complete, that it was good and Juwan is the coach. But then Juwan was asked after the Eastern Michigan game, and he said himself the investigation is still ongoing. So it's going about as poorly run as you could imagine up there in A2 when it comes to this situation. I don't know who to believe. You have the athletic director saying it's done. You have the head coach saying it's still going on. You have the strength coach not showing up to games where he goes to every game his entire career for 15 years. I don't know what's happening. And the insider um, who's got a lot of publicity, Trilly Donovan on Twitter, known for telling. Why did you make that a face, Alex? Because <laughs> it's just a Twitter troll. It's a funny account. Twitter troll Trilly Donovan, but he actually knows stuff. So I know. Ex- I know. I know like, exactly who he is. Yeah. So just, <laughs> it's like a troll account who actually has insider information. Plug like and he he and wrote he just in a paragraph throws it out there. Um, too. He throws all this information out there. Yeah, he wrote in a paragraph. He basically said whether the investigation is the end of Howard or they wait till the end of the year. He thinks the writing is on the wall that this will be the last year he coaches for Michigan. I I don't. I'm just I'm just saying what I read. I have no idea. I I don't know. But the situation is not good. I can tell you that because a lot of people disagreeing. We got HR reports. Not great. Juwan's feet was already hot. So yeah, I would be surprised if he's back. Barring like Michigan goes to Sweet Sixteen, and then maybe need more stability in that basketball program. Your basketball program has been a similar to our football program. I just wish we even had a – not we because I didn't go there. Good catch. But thank you. I just – Butler you know, fan. Mainly just root for the football for, for the football team. Butler. Um, I wish – I wish in this situation an athletic director would have a press conference to address the situation instead of releasing a little quote to the media at 7 p.m. on a Friday yeah. night. Like just stand in front of a microphone and answer a question, buddy. Alan Heller would have a press conference. It's just, it's just be a man. Just talk. Just talk. People have questions. Would you trade Ward Manual for Alan Haller? Yes. Good man. Just want to easily just hear something about how we, we have something better than you guys. Yeah. Can I ask a question about um, Michigan basketball since we're on the topic? Because I just don't know anything about them. Yeah. Are they good? Are they going to be yeah. decent? I know their record's shitty, but... Like, are they a tournament team? Um, my gut would say by Evan. No, by Evan. My gut would say no, but I think they're scrappier and play harder than last year. Um, I just don't know if that's going to translate to a lot of wins per se. Do you have you watched any games? Um, I watched some of the St. John's game, which was their peak, and then it went kind of downhill from there. Uh, I did not watch the Eastern game. I haven't watched their last. Oh, my God. I haven't watched them in so long. Evan, do you know anything about Michigan basketball? 
I've watched them play once. I watched St. John's. That was it. I haven't watched their last like seven games. I probably will try to watch the Florida game on Tuesday just to see. I think I watched them against. The question is, are they a tournament team? Grant said no. No, but to your point though, it's kind of similar. All their all their losses are just because they can't close games either. It might be like a Spider Man meme if it was a tie game between MSU and Michigan with a minute left. Just like who's gonna lose it because they lost to Memphis by four. It's a little different, but yeah, they lost at Oregon by three and over. They were getting pumped by Memphis in that game though, so they must have came back. And then Indiana's seven and three, and they lost to Indiana by three. They should have beat Indiana. At home, right? So I don't know. But beat Iowa. Iowa. And then they beat Iowa on the road. Fran McCaffrey got ejected. Yeah, but you never know. So I don't know. Could I wouldn't be surprised. I'm I'm full on Butler. They have some talent. Is Butler a tournament team as we stand here on December seventeenth? Yeah, and as a matter of fact, they are. They are in Lenardi's last four in in his first bracketology. So we were. Did that come out today? Like last week, are we on the bubble? <laughs> but we were in. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's too early. It's December. <laughs> we're in though. We're nine and two. We have an easy start to Big East. Well, if we beat on, Butler uh, by twenty, which is a tournament team, that is a hell of a resume booster. It, no, we're a good resume team to have on there. But oh, also, Butler is the last I wish team in ha- right now. I wish we could have that game back because none of our players knew how to play on the road because they're all first time playing in a big game. Oh my God! The home Georgetown. We'll be ten and two. Opening of Joe Lenardi's bracketology is about Michigan State falling off the face of the earth. I think we'll be ten and two after uh, Tuesday, and I think skies will be as blue as they can be. Then it might go downhill. Um, Quickly, let's touch into Lenardi has us out. Incompetence. (laughs) The out. This is the worst. We're not in. This is the worst team of all time. Alex, Alex, before the, on the Pistons. Before the Baylor game. Evan, if you had to pick one person to uh, fully take the blame, I know it's multiple people's blame, but like who who irks you the most when it comes to where this franchise is at right now? Irks me the most? For the Pistons in a franchise I don't care about? Coach, GM, yeah, Does Evan owner, even know players. anybody on the Pistons? He hates them. I would say it would probably have to be Tom Gores, the owner. Owner. He controls everything. He's an easy point of the finger. And plus other NBA franchises getting owners that are committed into excellence and our owners just is committed to mediocre. And doesn't do anything to fix it. Alex, question to you. Same question. The one thing I do want to say to that is he did – now, granted, I don't know who had what say in it. He did was willing to spend the most money in the entire NBA history for a head coach. So I give fair. him credit for at least putting money into That's that. That's fair. Uh, but to answer your question. Bad, high, bad pick probably. but Yeah, I'm going to go that uh, – I'm just going to admit something. I got duped by Troy Weaver, I think. And it feels bad because I got duped by Mel Tucker, and now I'm getting duped by Troy Weaver. The guards are up for future guys. Um, but, yeah, I would say Troy Weaver because when you reminded me that we traded Sadiq Bay for James Wiseman and then had 17 centers on our roster, 
who builds an NBA team like that? And then I realized that it's Troy Weaver. And I got I got duped. I got duped by his ass, and I will not be getting duped anymore. So Troy Weaver, I'm pretty pissed about him. Yeah, and I would like to pick someone else for diversity, like coach, player maybe, but it's it's Troy Weaver. I, I duped hand up. I'm in the dupe club. Duped our I ass. The guy was bad. I rem- I remember we used to have those like the the Reaper or um like him on the phones like Joe Dumars like making trades, but it turns out he just was. It's easy to blow up a roster. It's a lot harder to build a roster, and he was good at blowing it up. But I don't know what he built. It's I don't wow. see it. He built a bunch of centers and, and a team that can't shoot and doesn't even play in the Jaden Ivy. In the picks that he got that we praise him for were layups. Anyone could have taken Cade. Anyone could have took an Ivy at five. Like he hit the only thing I think that he did that was smooth was the Jalen Duran trade in and get him as well. It's great. It's crazy to think too. And I know we had to trade Jeremy Grant to get that. But if you just like took this team and left Jeremy Grant on it and some other people, like we'd be better. I just don't understand he never traded Bojan Bogdanovich when we were asked, and a bunch of NBA like playoff teams wanted him so bad last year when he was scoring 25 a game. And we're like, no, we're going to keep him because we're going to be good the next year. <laughs> it's like wasted opportunity there. Probably could have got a late first-round pick for that. Um, Sadiq Bey in the moment hated it, hate it more now because we just cannot shoot the ball. And then extending Isaiah Stewart like he's the cornerstone when he plays the, like a wing and can't shoot threes is just <laughs> – and it's not Stu's fault. They just ask him to be a you superstar. Have 20 big men and he can't, can't shoot. shoot. Oh, my God. And I like Asar. He can't shoot. We have a whole team that can't shoot. We are the wor- – I think we shoot like 29% from three as a team. It's disgusting. I like Asar. <laughs> It's so He's good. He'd be a great player. So, and I do too. A good, in a good like championship contending team, he would be an incredible piece. I want you to know, Evan, I know like you tune this franchise out, which is good for like very smart for you. It's gotten so bad. The amount of jokes, just a couple of things I've written down that have happened during this stretch. Um, well, also think about this. They haven't won a game since the World Series was still going on which feels like it was years ago. The Pistons are actually a, the laughingstock of tied with MSU. Pistons MSU most same wins in LCA this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fun stat. Um, it's so bad that Wingstop is offering out free wings if the Pistons win and they still can't give them away because they won't win. And last night with the Bucks. Giannis had his kids on the bench celebrating with him with four minutes to go in a game. His kids were on the bench playing with Giannis, their dad, because the Pistons are that bad. And lastly, we have fans making um, transfer portal graphics that they're leaving the Pistons as fans, like saying, I am officially open in the portal. That's, <laughs> That's how bad we are. Pretty funny. When was our last win? Life. October. October 28th. <laughs> Michigan State football has more wins in that time period. That's a stat. Yeah. Michigan State That's has won good. more football games than Pistons have won basketball games in the last. Evan may have frozen not heard all those stats, but I just hope I oh, hope yeah, he's I, I soaking it. them in. <laughs> you guys hear me? This is nuts. Can you guys hear me? So do we relocate? Toilet Dweller, Cody McCrate's fantasy football team has more wins than the Chicago Pistons. Alex. 
a starting just, five of the five one seven crew would have as many wins as if we played all the games since they last won. Since that day, yeah. we yeah. would. You're as good as just putting us out there. I just don't, and I don't know what. There is no light at the end of the no, tunnel. There's nothing not getting better. Like the prospects, the prospect in the NBA pool this year is a bad draft from everything I've seen so far. There's no one you're tanking for. Nope. And either way, we're not going to get the lot number one pick. And they're not even winning. They're not even losing games close. They're, they're just getting destroyed. dusted by teams. I saw they lost them a lot. And one forty six Hall- to one thirteen. And Halliburton is an all-star player and we drafted him above Killian and we talked, I don't think we had a podcast yet, but we talked at least in text group that we wanted Hal Burton over Killian. Hayes. We mentioned and that. It just sucks. Him. The whole yeah. thing sucks. The whole thing sucks, dude. It's Cade's gross. leaving. It used to be a proud franchise. Cade's leaving. We don't play Ivy. We got 76 big men that nobody wants. Suck. Boycott. Boycott's on. Not to mention the Red Wings um, are deciding that they want to be poopy all of a sudden too. So, no, they're still clawing. They just have a lot of injuries and suspensions. They lost last night. They're battling through a lot of suspensions, Alex, and injuries. Well, what we do have is the Lions again. They're back. Michigan and football's got you a have big to game. Get your thoughts on Michigan football because you will not be joining us if we do one next week. Correct. What would you like me to say? And where are you at? Where are you at on December 17th? I just want to start with, like, I actually despise. It's really awkward talking when Evan's a black screen. I just, like, I don't know if he's there, if he's listening or what's happening. I don't think he's there. I think he lost connection. Um, But what I really realized is that I despise that they play their Big Ten championship game, their conference championship game, and then nothing happens for a month. Like, I almost forget that football exists. College football's it feels like it's over. Like what happened? How did we talk about this every year? It's, it like, makes no sense. Dude, I hate it. It's so stupid. Like why college football is broken. Dude, it, it is so Hello? ass backwards. It doesn't make any sense. And oh yeah, let's have the national championship well, game with the on tra- Monday the transfer night. portal. Yeah, and then all these yeah. players are leaving now too. So like who's even playing in bowl games? Like, did you see uh did you see Malik Murphy for Texas? It sucks to be a kid. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, I have to leave. I want to be with my team, but I gotta go <laughs> <laughs> because you're gonna. The spots are gonna fill up. You gotta, you gotta go get your new team if you're gonna leave. It's so dumb. It's just so stupid. The whole thing makes no the, sense. The the gap in games won't be as big next year. Luckily for you, right? And I with the playoffs. I'm looking forward. Hello, to that. hey Evan. Hi Evan. <laughs> I could hear you guys the entire time. I just don't get that. Oh, yeah, we oh. can see you or anything. I have not been us. able to like see you and it's been like spotty. Like I can barely make up the sentences. Yeah, you're on eleven percent. So Ben really did not pay the internet this month. I think it's because I've refreshed and so it's re-uploading. Oh. There'll still be a gap, Alex. But the first game next year is on Friday, December twentieth. Only so in three days from now, there'd be a football game for the playoffs. Two weeks, two weeks off. That's not bad. And then the championship uh, game's on January 20th. Oh, my God. That's absurd. <laughs> give him two weeks off. <laughs> January 20th? Football season is going to be starting by the time football. that's over. College football ends next year on January 20th. That's crazy. 
Um, but like also like <laughs> anyways, your thoughts on a the chance Rose to bowl. see Aiden Childs in his bowl game would have been cool, but like I don't get to get to see that. Um Oregon State, mm-hmm. do they have a quarterback for their bowl game? Interesting. Probably not. Notre Dame, good game. Well, they lost two quarterbacks. Notre Dame doesn't either. They lost their starter and backup. Anyways, Michigan, not Alabama. Um, my main thought would be that giving Nick Saban this much time to prep for a football game cannot be in your favor at all. Now that I've realized this gap and like had all this time to myself with no college football, I realize that's a lot of time for Nick Saban to be game planning and scheming up some good shit. So I would be, I would be nervous <laughs> if I was you. Um, personally do what do you want a prediction keys like what do you want for me i think he, yeah i think he might just need to all right it all my biggest keys uh can michigan stop jalen milrow running the football like if the pocket breaks down can they contain and get him on the on the ground or is he gonna run all over the place like lamar jackson because he has that capability i don't know be interesting to see he can't really throw except deep balls. Will Michigan stop deep balls? Maryland looked kind of good on deep balls. <laughs> Spicy nugget. Um, and then offensively for Michigan, what JJ am I getting? The one I saw against Michigan mm-hmm. State or the JJ against uh, Maryland and Penn State? Like the, the guy that just hands the ball 65,000 times and then – not really much throwing going on. And then secondly, on that note, like can Michigan receivers create separation against Alabama's DBs, which are probably realistically NFL corners. And uh, other than Roman Wilson, I don't think they can. So when I chalk it all up, I just wonder, is this just a bad matchup for Michigan? Because if I, if I'm trying to break it down position by position, Mm-hmm. Where does where does Michigan mm-hmm. excel in comparison to Alabama? What is Michigan better at than Alabama? Points per game. And not stats, Evan. I'm talking guys, dudes. Where is Michigan better? And this is honestly a question for you, Grant. Like, can you tell me where is what what should I look for? What is Michigan better at? I'm just gonna come off I'm gonna come off as You're biased. You say everything, answers, but like that's fine. But I need I need well, to Well my my Taken my gut that I'm just hoping to put into fruition is that despite the slow back half of the year, which was largely predicated by scheme of certain games and what they wanted to do, You're gonna say I JJ's think better than that I think JJ is going to outplay Milrow in the Rose Bowl, and I could see a path where Michigan wins the game because Milrow has that's. All fine, minimum and good. two interceptions. But you, that doesn't. Can Michigan's wide receivers outside of Roman Wilson create separation? And I think the answer is no. And I and I, I think, think Nick Saban, with I a think, month to prepare, knows that they're just going to throw to the tight ends, and he can stop that. I think that's the chess mess there, and I think that Loveland can have a Bowers like game against Alabama. I think he can. I don't know if he'll be open enough to do I mean, it, but I think he's talented. Just made Loveland to Bowers. Saban even compared him on the McAfee show. He said that 18 at Michigan is kind of like 18 at or uh, 19 at Georgia. Evan said is that. Gonna like, 
Wow. The best player in college football is uncomparable, too. <laughs> and I agree. Bowers is better, but I think Loveland can have a nice game against them. The biggest question, Alex, it all comes down to is how are they running the football? Can they run against Alabama? And I think they could have some success in that. And if they can keep them balanced, then that, that's how their offensive um, passing game starts. But if it's if, it, if they're just going to limit you to three yards of carry, then you become one-dimensional and thus very hard to score points against that secondary because that secondary, you are correct, is full of draft picks across the board. And two of them at least will probably go in the first round. So, yeah, they're insanely you, good. Man. And they have a true freshman I'll tell you who's an All-American. I'll tell you where Michigan can have an advantage. Michigan can have an advantage. Def- JJ defense, uses his legs because yeah. Peyton Thorne was able to scamper around a bit. And so if JJ can run, uh, that would help mm. tremendously open up everything else. I do wonder how is JJ's ball security uh, if he's running the ball a lot. He is fumble boy for a reason. Um, oh. sad to say that. And then no one calls him that really anymore. <laughs> well, I do. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to think. If it comes down to it, and it's everything's even, the players are even, everything's good. It's just going to come down to the at the end of the day. It's going to come down to coaching. And obviously, I mean, I don't think anybody in the world is going to take Jimmy over Nick. Maybe Michigan fans. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. I feel like you're overestimating. I can't, I'm not. We know how game. important coaching like is. Like it's more. On, we know how important it is. It's game more planning. On, it's more on what. It's more on what Tommy Reese is dialing up, and I'm not gonna sit here and like shake my boots. Like, what's their offense gonna look like? I personally don't think Alabama's offense is going to struggle against Michigan's defense. Like mightily. That's where I probably. That's probably the biggest place where we disagree. That's where I think this game does be close, and I think that's how Michigan would pull out a win if they are able to. Is is that their my thought process on is, that is because they have not seen anything remotely close to a Jalen Milrow who runs around like that. They've never seen anything like that. Not in the Big Ten. They've played a yeah. bunch of immobile quarterbacks. Yeah, well, Talia is Talia not runs. is not a running quarterback. No, He's but I, okay, and this is this is still this still is you know it's just practice. But if it does help that Michigan actually has a freak athlete mobile quarterback on their roster that can give them some looks in practice. Now again, it's different than Milrow. He's obviously not Milrow, but it's not like it's Jack Tuttle running scout team. They can put Orgy back there and just basically tell him to run around for the next month to get them used to chasing. And this is the fastest Michigan defense I've ever seen. So it's not like it's not like um Josh Ross chasing Milrow around. Junior Colson is lightning fast, and he can he should be able to run around and at least like be at least help. I don't know. I also think like Milrow is super. Milrow is fast, but I feel like he he's not like a run first. I don't think he's not a run. I mean, he tries to be a quarterback because that's what's going to get him to the NFL. But he has more than more than capable of running the ball. Way more capable than any quarterback you have seen this year. Not it's not even close. 
Go 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 watch yeah, his no, tape. No watch some of his there. runs. There, there's he runs better than a lot of running backs. But but they do give up. I think three sacks a game. I think the, a big thing their, too. Their offensive line is offensive young. line has. It had been shaky pretty much all year, but they really, really stepped up in the SEC championship game. Um, because, and if that is a trend, if that continues, then it could be lights out for Michigan. But if that's shaky and was a one-off that they got up for that game, and Michigan's bringing NFL defensive line pressure, that is a chance where they suffocate them. I think Alabama Alabama starts two f- true freshmen on the offensive line. And I think it's a testament that they're only getting better as as it goes on. I mean, these are five-star talented dudes, not three-star squid, like garbage players. So I assume they're getting better. My question to you would be, if a team were to blow out the other, who would it be? I guess just based on history that I've seen against Georgia, the game, I, I would say Alabama, but – Realistically, I'm more closer to both could. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Milrow had a couple mistakes and Michigan had a pick six and they ended up winning by 14. Evan? Who has a better chance of blowing the other team out? But Alabama Evan, would you be surprised if Michigan won by 14 or more? Yes. Grant, would you be surprised? Me too. Yes. Well, yeah. Now, now, yeah. would you guys be surprised if Alabama won by fourteen or more? Yes. Okay. So Evans, Evans I think in so. Close game just because I don't think they've, yeah, because they just haven't. And and Alabama has the ability. Maybe this is the game they put all together. But there's a reason they were number eight going into last week. They haven't looked like world beaters the whole year. Yeah, you could argue that. Hail Mary from Auburn. They were a, they were one play away from not even, we're not they're not even playing them. Grant's playing getting up for the backup quarterback for Florida State. Oh, Evan, I wish you could argue that. <laughs> no, I like this. This is a this is an awesome game. It's an awesome game. It is. You could argue awesome. Alabama struggles to get up for big saying, games. People are saying that this is be the most games. watched college football game of all time. It's probably going to be the most watched playoff of all time. That would not even remotely surprise me. Okay, so the last time Michigan and Alabama played each other, um, I think I saw this stat. It was like thirteen Judy million viewers. And I'm just this whole Alabama thing. I just I'm I, again, and I'm not disrespecting them whatsoever. They are a fantastic team, best coach of all time, best dynasty we've seen in our lives, probably in the entire sport because of how tough it is with modern football. But if we're actually like running through the stretch where they got hot. And everyone was like, oh, look out the tighter back. They beat AM by six at AM. And AM is a dumpster fire. Talented they beat Arkansas team. by three points. They beat Arkansas by three points. Not a talented football team, Alex. They beat Tennessee, Joe Milton, by 14. So I'm not. That's Alabama not like was up 24 to six in that Arkansas game. Alabama did dominate that second half of that football game. They beat. LSU, who has a Heisman quarterback, but their defense is disgustingly bad, so they scored 42 in that game. Credit to hold them to 28. That is impressive. They beat Kentucky, who's Kentucky, and they beat Chattanooga, and then they beat Auburn by three. And then they beat Georgia, which was stunning. They beat them by three. But I don't know. Okay. Well, Michigan beat Iowa, a terrible football team, 26-0. to They beat Ohio State by six points. 
No, I said they had the ball with a chance to win. They beat Maryland by a touchdown, mm-hmm. and then they beat Penn State by nine. Am I supposed to think that Michigan's just been blowing out teams and absolutely dominant the last five weeks too? Or are we only allowed to say that for one team? No, it's fair to say, but also Michigan hasn't lost. And Alabama still does have that loss of Texas just walking into um, Bryant-Denny Stadium and beating them by 10 and dominating them for large parts of the game. And what date? It's a different team. September 16th? Still on the same day that JJ threw four interceptions against Bowling Green. So maybe if Michigan was playing someone of decency, they would have lost in September. Okay, but they played Chattanooga in, you know, November 18th. So I understand, but schedules work. I mean, you throw Michigan in a huge game in September and you don't know what happens. Michigan plays Texas in September. We don't know what will happen. So if anything, Alabama scheduled a good team, then they lost, which sucks for them. But. If anything, I mean they 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 tried. So what are you leaving the people with? I think that you your your bias is showing because you think Alabama stinks, and I think my bias is no, showing I because I, I think that Alabama is better than they probably are. So I do not think Alabama stinks. I said I will not disrespect them at all. They have the best coach and best dynasty that I've ever seen since. Well, this is my final point. Since since the whole Stallions thing went down, Harbaugh got suspended. Since that, those games, the games I listed, Michigan has not mm-hmm. like thoroughly impressed me watching them versus how they impressed me in the beginning of the season where they were absolutely dominating football teams. And just for the record, I don't think this has anything to do with sign stealing. That is not the point I'm making. That would be ridiculous and dumb. But they haven't looked nearly as sharp as they did in the beginning there. And yeah, the quality of opponents increased. But it made makes me a little nervous watching them. Alabama, you could argue the same same thing. So then it all comes down to two things in football quarterback, coaching. Grant goes JJ. Uh, I think I'm just going to go Milrow for this game. And then if even if they were all square, even, or J.J. was better, I think the game planning of Alabama is going to be overwhelming to Michigan because I watched Michigan's game plan for TCU, which was dog shit. And that's why they lost. Well, they used dummy signs. They were smart. I'm just saying, I, I watch, I've watched Michigan two years in a row with a month of prep come out and looked like shit. So I worry about that again. You'd think third time's a charm. I'm going to go that it's a very close competitive game and Alabama wins by a field goal because I picked Michigan every game this year. So why not pick against them once? I thought it was going to be more based on your buildup. No. I mean, these teams are close. Anybody with a brain knows that these teams are close. Would it surprise me if Michigan blew them out? Yes. I'd be stunned. What's a blowout? 14. Like 17 plus. If Alabama blew Michigan out. Network would hate that. I would not be stu- I would not be stunned. Only because I've seen Michigan look like poo-poo in the playoff before. I've never seen Alabama really do that. The odds would say that 
one of these games will be a blowout. And I would say that Washington, Texas is more likely to be closer than this game. But I could be wrong on that. Maybe if I had to pick a team to answer my own question, if I had to pick a team to blow out the other, even though I don't think either will, I would pick Alabama. It's fair. I mean, just based on their track record. I'm excited to watch, though. I'll be home. I'll, I'll I'll be seeing it. There's Alex's Rose Bowl takes. Um, Evan, we'll have to figure out what we want to do next week. Obviously, we're not going to do one over the weekend. Maybe we tap someone in to do it Tuesday or Wednesday. I have a great yeah. idea what we would do, Grant. Okay. Great idea. <laughs> okay. You need to get all your Michigan men on the I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was just going to say that. A freaking blue wall episode. Dude, I thought I I thought this yesterday. I was like, "How good would a Michigan men podcast be?" It would. I think it would do bonkers. It would do huge numbers because that's all. <laughs> half our listener or seventy five percent of our listeners are just Michigan blowhards. <laughs> I honestly do. I Take the group like chat that. to real life, dude. Take it out of the chat. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'll ask. And then the title I'll of the ask. episode, the group chat gets real, and then the Michigan men. If Evan, any, you have to be on it though. If any, um, yeah, I'll be on it. I don't think I'll be the host. Right. Yeah, Evan hosts. It'd be so good. <laughs> I will be the host. I'll be the. I will I'll be, be the, I'll be dialed. The Evan comes. Spot. Evan comes with a bunch of stats about Saban's dominance. He's like, so boys, thoughts on this? <laughs> thoughts on this? Dude, thoughts on this one? That podcast would be so good. All right, it, it has to be. We we went long again, but it has to be quick. Your what's your one wish this Christmas for your sport team as we leave? Mine's obvious. It's just winning the Rose Bowl. I'm not even going to ask for a natty. I just want to win the Rose Bowl. Does it have to be realistic, or can it be anything? It can be anything. I want to have safe Christmas travels, good travels, easy travels out there that you never got. <laughs> okay, then mine's easy. I want a Michigan State basketball national championship win. I want the whole thing. I want wow, the whole goddamn thing. Well, you're on the naughty list this year, so good luck with that. (laughs) The whole f***ing thing. My top wish list is a Red Wings playoff series victory. That's it? Reach higher, Evan. Evan. No Lions? No one did Lions? That means we won. That means we're in the... A a one playoff series win, that's all you need? A playoff series You want to beat the Hurricanes in seven? You must really be getting a (laughs) lot on your Christmas. That would be a great two weeks. That would be the peak of your sports (laughs) year, even though Michigan State will be winning the National Championship. It's my Christmas wish list. You can't make fun of it. I just think, why not say this? win the Stanley Cup? I want. Why not make this the Stanley playoffs Cup. against the? Because then my heart's gonna get broken when we don't win it. It would be much better. That's like saying, "Mom, I want a new pair of socks for Christmas that I can't wear with I my new like shoes socks. because I, I didn't get socks. the shoes." <laughs> well, I want a playoff series victory. Honorary Lions playoff win, yeah, please. I'll say a Lions playoff win, <laughs> I but I feel that. like that's automatic. Just need that. Wow, I'm, I'm saying automatic, like we're all thinking it. That's our group wish. Evan, Evan will probably be all laughing right. during Well, that's episode. Are we kidding? Oh my the God, Lions suck. Yeah, probably. The Lions? No, I'll take a half a day for that. If we play at 4 o'clock, I'm refing until 3. All right, good. Just want to make sure Hell your priorities yeah. are aligned. They should shut down the league if the Lions are playing. They should do the odds. I'm flying in. For the day. 
See you boys there. <laughs> I'm serious. I will fly. If the Lions, if someone has tickets, I'm flying it. I just hope the Lions. The, the $750 like staying remote. Fan Saturday, don't have to worry about it. Or be the Monday night game. I don't want to play on Monday night. I just, the fuck you talking about? Standing room only tickets and Ford Field for that game were probably. Evan, Monday night means I can't fly in for the football game. Oh. Saturday game would be ideal because then I can get blasted too. Yeah, all time. <laughs> all time weekend. Cheers. All right. Cheers to episode 146. Have a good trip, Alex. Merry Christmas Cheers. to the people. For all of us, I guess. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're not going to have one before Monday. Christmas is Monday? Yeah. Next. Yeah, a week from tomorrow. It's Christmas.